and welcome back to my podcast, my coronavirus lockdown podcast. With me, Chris Connell, I am here bringing you another episode today. After a wonderful, relaxing weekend, it has been absolutely, well, it's been peaceful. Now, on Sunday last night, we had our first takeaway during this pandemic. You know, like, I think a lot of people out there are going to be very wary and a little bit uh, apprehensive on takeaways. And can they order them? Where can they get them from still? Well, let me reassure you, we had a wonderful Chinese. And it was so nice to actually enjoy a takeaway and not take it for granted. There has been lots of issues in the press and in the media surrounding takeaways and hygiene, that sort of thing. But believe me, you have nothing to worry about. It was fine. I ordered it on Just Eat. I paid for it. It came to my door. They knocked on the window. They left it on the doorstep. Sorted. We enjoyed it. And I must say, it was divine. So speaking of food... I actually want to make today's podcast a little bit about food and I'm going to mention quite a bit about it because, let's face it, we all love to do it and we all enjoy it. During this lockdown, I myself, along with my immediate family that I live with, we have all eaten incredibly well. In fact, I will probably go as far to say that we have not eaten this well in quite a long time. We've been cooking food, we've been home preparing, we've been doing things, we've been getting ideas... So that brings me on to my guest for today. Now, my guest for today's podcast is a very, very special guest indeed. We are going to be talking about all things food and inspirations and what is good to eat and how easy it actually is to prepare food. Now, my guest today is the one and the only, it's the mother bear herself. It is my mum. So she'll be coming on in a little while and we will be discussing lots of things. Now, as you all may well be aware, this coming week is forecast a heatwave. I know, can you believe it? We are all stuck inside. We can't go out anywhere and it is forecast a heatwave. You watch this space. You mark my words. When all this is over and it's all behind us and we are released back into the wild, sorry, public, it'll be pouring down with rain or it will be six feet of snow. You just watch. Also in the news, you have probably seen already that our Prime Minister, Bojo Boris Johnson, he has been taken to hospital again with persistent symptoms of the coronavirus. It's It is only a precautionary method and I guess it's better to be safe than sorry because let's face it, he, out of all of us, we do sort of need him, I guess. I mean, you know, the country is in turmoil as it is. We don't want to be faced with nobody in the driving seat and faced with another election or something. So I do wish Boris all the best and I'm sure he will make a wonderful recovery because it is only only precautions. He's had a high temperature for a couple of weeks now. So they've taken him in for more tests. Understandable. It's the sensible thing to do. And I'm sure he'll be back fighting fit, back in the driving seat in no time. But it just goes to show anybody can get it. Any one of us can become infected and can become poorly. So that is why it's vitally important that people do stay indoors. I mean, one thing that this weekend has really annoyed me, and I will actually be having a chat with my mum about it as well, is still the, the amount of people who are out on the streets. I know I said I didn't want this podcast to be political and too in-depth, but some things just really great on me. And when you see people going out for unneeded days out. There was an article in the press over the weekend and there was a park which had somewhere around about 3,000 people gathered in this park 
on this day when this heat wave was announced. There's no need. There's no need. There are people in this world who would love nothing more than to be able to go out and do something simple like take the dogs for a walk. Stop taking advantage. Anyway, enough of that because like I said, don't get me on my soapbox because you will not get me down. So anyway, moving on with today's episode, let's not get too much into that. Bringing on my guest for today, it is my mum, it's Mother Bear herself. Now, because of underlying health issues, my mum is self-isolated, she cannot go out. She can go in the front garden, she can go in the back garden, that is about it. So also because of certain health issues as well, I was not able to have her in the studio. So what we did is we pre-recorded our little chat and we did it from the comfort of the living room. So let's have a listen. Let's see what Mother Bear has to say. And I will be back with you very shortly. So I'm sat here in the comfort of my own living room having a cup of tea. The sun is just about coming out, so I think we're going to be in for a little bit of a treat with the weather later on today. Now, I am joined by Mother Bear herself. So, Mum, welcome to my podcast. And just apologies if you do hear any other background noise. I We are surrounded by two little monsters as well, so they might want to get involved a little bit later on. But, Mum... No, behave. She's already started, see. So Mum, why don't you start just by telling us a little bit about your self-isolation and how are you finding it? What are you doing to keep yourself busy and to keep in contact with, with your loved ones, with your family? Well, at first I was terrified that I had to do it, but I'm quite enjoying it, to be honest. Um, I've learnt the art of uh, my iPad, how it plays, how it works, what I can get on it, films programmes I've missed on TV, uh, so I'm quite enjoying that. Doing a little bit of knitting. Always. A knit and natter, I like, a knit and natter. A knit and natter, you can't beat a bit of knitting, no, knit, knitting and nattering. Yeah, knitting, knitting and nattering. So you, you have been going out for little days out, haven't you? You've, I mean, you've been to the beach. Tell us about going to the beach. Going to the beach? Oh yes, we went to the beach. Beautiful scenery, lovely sand, golden blue sea. It was lovely. Just explain to us what actually going to the beach is. What 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 did we do? I sat in front of my TV <laughs> with a picture of the beach in the background. That was my going to the beach. That was me using my imagination. It was a virtual beach. It was quite fun. It was enjoyable. You know, we we all had a laugh and a giggle about it. And actually, we were all like having a competition who could hold out going to the toilet first because of the sound of the, the sound of the sea was uh, making us all want to want to wee. But anyway, so speaking about going out and things, there are still people who are taking advantage and going out to places where, let's face it, they shouldn't be going. Just for someone who has been told they are not allowed to go out, you know, you can't even go out and take the boys for a walk or anything. You know, you are literally confined to your house, to your front garden, to your back garden. How does people still break in the rules and going out? How how do you feel? You know, how does it make you feel as someone who, who can't do this? It makes me feel angry because I've been confined to my house like a prisoner, although I don't feel like a prisoner. Uh, and these people are still flouting the law. They're going out with their dogs. They must walk the dogs about six times a day. Must be the healthiest dogs in Blackburn. Well, I think it is just, you know, people just taking advantage, advantage. and be, being able to, go, uh, you know, being able to go out. You know, a little incident happened to me um, yesterday. I was out on my motorbike. Now, it was, some people might say it was an unneeded journey, but to me, it was a needed one. I'd not been out on it for best part of two weeks, and if it doesn't get 
get ridden, the battery goes flat. So to me, I was self-isolated. There was only me there. I was in full bike gear, full helmet. I was no risk to anybody. I went out for a little ride just to charge up its battery so it could sit there for another few weeks until I might have to do it again. Now, in this time, I was at some traffic lights and an elderly gentleman with his wife, they were out for their, their, their daily walk and he passed comments um, on, I wouldn't really call doing that exercise, it's got an engine. Now that kind of got my back up a bit because I thought, well, you don't know why I'm out on this. For all you know, I, this is my one mode of, tra of transport. I could be doing an, an essential journey to pick up some, some supplies. But I just thought so people are jumping too quickly to pass comment when they don't know the full ins and outs. Now, he didn't know anything anything about me. He didn't know the reason why I was there. But when you look at people who are gathering in a park because the sun's out and it's sunny, that is a little bit unneeded, isn't it? That's very cheeky. That's flaunting the law. Uh, and that's not fair at all. Because, like you say, I'm sat in my home. I can't go out. I can maybe go in the garden, but that's all. Uh, I don't get to see people, only my son and my husband. And I'm sure that we're the only people you need to see, especially me. I mean, come on, let's yeah, face well, it. Yeah. yeah, I suppose you're right there. <laughs> so so anyway, so enough of the politics. Let's put all them to bed now because, you know, we don't want to get, get too much into that because we could go on all day, couldn't we? we we've been known to, to sit up till, till stupid o'clock in the morning debating oh, over things. Debating over anything and everything. Stripping the world to pieces and putting it back right again. We've done that till the cows come home, Chris. We have indeed. So keeping busy, you, we have already mentioned about Netflix and all the on-demand things. You, you at the minute, I'm, I'm, I'm well impressed with how, 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 how well you've picked it up and, and how well you're doing with it. In fact, currently you've got your iPad on charge, ready for your next binge, uh, which I mean, you, you can tell us all about that later on. But one thing you've got well and truly stuck into is the Food Channel. Just tell us a bit about oh, the Food Channel. Oh, the Food Channel, yeah. Um, I really enjoyed that. Because I know everything that they make is spicy, but I can dissect all the spices, take them out and just make it simple for me. And then obviously the spices go in for Ellen and Chris. Um, but yeah, very interesting that, the way they do it. I know they've only got so long to do and everything's prepped already. But if you do it, it's it's quick enough to do. It is, and, think, and it's quite surprising just how how simple some things are to actually cook we went out and we we bought from the shop um when lockdown first kind of happened we went and we took advantage of buying a lot of tin foods uh just i've been amazed at how good and nice tin foods actually are well so have i and it reminds me of my childhood because we didn't have fancy fangled stuff when i was growing up and we had a lot of food that came out of tins that my dad used to make pies we um and they were quite sustainable. They were very good. I enjoyed them. We all enjoyed them. But I was taught to cook. I watched my dad and he learnt me how to cook. Now, today, your kids can't cook. Make us a brew, Tommy. I don't know how to make a brew. How do you make a brew? Oh, do you know? And parents blame the school for not teaching them the cooking classes. It's not down to the school to teach your kids to cook. It's down to you. Because at some point they're going to grow up, go out in that big bad world and have to think, bloody hell, I don't know how to boil an egg. And you're ringing your mummy to find out how to boil an egg. You should already know that and your mummy should have taught you that. Life skills. Life skills indeed. And 
we, we well, it was my dad who made a pie um, and we were both amazed. Just a tin of stewing steak, some shop-bought pastry, stuck it in the oven and we all sat there. And I will be honest, we didn't expect much of this. We're thinking, oh, it's, it's going to be full of fat. It's going to be awful. But we ate it and we all sat there and we, we all went, bloody hell, that was delicious. Yeah. How has that come from a tin? It yeah. was absolutely divine and it's something that we've carried on doing we've carried on just experimenting with things and it takes five minutes you warm it through in a pan and there you go you've got a meal it's yeah, it is it's really good and... there is no excuse these days to not eat i'm not going to say well but not eat an actual meal other than yeah. a takeaway so mum if i mentioned to you bubble and squeak oh my days that was my dad's favorite that i used to make it every sunday sorry every monday they left always some Sunday dinner. Now, he must have had a special technique to make that. So, Mum, just before, just just tell us exactly, because some people out there, they might be thinking, bubble and squeak, what is what is this thing? What is this bubble and squeak? Just tell us, what what exactly is it? Oh, well, bubble and squeak is all the leftovers from your Sunday lunch. Your cabbage, your carrots, your Brussels, your cauliflower, your mash, and it's all mixed together, and then somehow it fried it in a frying pan I made like patties out of it. It was absolutely glorious. There was that that he made, and cheese and egg. Cheese and oh, now cheese and egg done in oven. Just going back to bubble and squeak, I do have a, a, a little bit of a fact for you. Um, did you know it was actually originally, traditionally, a breakfast dish? Oh no, I didn't. Well, I never had it for my breakfast. I always had it for my dinner. And did you know where it gets its its name, bubble and squeak, from? No. It's because supposedly the cabbage, when it's being cooked, it makes a bubbling and a squeaking noise. You're a clever little bugger, aren't you? That's only because of Google. <laughs> so go on, carry on, cheese and egg, because that, that egg. does sound really good. Now that would divine, and that would just grated cheese in a dish, mixed up with milk. But my dad made, always made the fatal mistake of putting the eggs on as well. You should have left the eggs, Dad, so later they would have been soft. But instead, they cooked with the cheese and egg and they went rock hard. But it was good. Very, very good. So something simple. So just how, how would you make it? What would you do? What, what would be the process? Well, you'd have your dish. Obviously, you'd have your dish. Uh, you'd have your grated cheese and a bit of milk. Mix it all up, put it in the oven and let it bake off. And like I said, my dad always put the eggs in with the cheese and egg and they just went a little bit hard. So you'd say roughly five minutes towards the end, you take it out, yeah. you crack some eggs on top and then stick it back in for five, yeah. five minutes yeah. or so. But that was an easy meal to make. You didn't have to stand and cook anything. Just put it in a dish, put it in your oven and that's away you go. And it does sound it does sound quite filling actually. Oh, it is very filling. Very, very filling. I mean, cheese is filling in itself. But then when you've got a full plate of it, it's very filling. Well, I'll do you a little deal. If I, if I keep you f fueled on tea today... You can make us some some cheese and egg later. Will do. I'll hold you to that. Yeah, will do. So speaking of other traditional home cooked simple dishes, and this may be something that we might be able to get my uh, my father involved in this because this is one of his specialities: bread and butter pudding. Oh no, I never liked bread and butter pudding, and we never made it. But I know your dad's mummy she used to make it a lot. 
uh, and he loved it. And he's always banging on about, I'm going to do a bread and butter pudding, but I don't know how to do it. Well, we'll have to look it up and find out. Well, there we go. Seeing as you are now a whiz on the internet and, and tech, you can get on Google and you can find a, a little recipe and you and my dad together, you can get in the kitchen and you can make me some food for a change. Oh, no problem there. Tell me anything about Google and I'll... Easy peasy, <laughs> lemon squeezy. So, Mum, is there any other foods from your childhood that you would recommend and you'd like to see make a little bit of a reintroduction to the world or to us? Uh, I don't know. I think my favourite tea was Saturday afternoon when football results used to come on. And uh, we used to have beans and egg for a tea and used to mash it all up on my plate and dip my bread in it. It sounds a bit sick, but it was bloody good. It worked good. It doesn't. It sounds simple. One of my favourite, favourite foods ever is a corned beef hash, but yeah. but a, 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 an easy corned beef hash. A tin of corned beef mixed in with some mashed potatoes, some beans on the side, mix it all together, simple, and there you go. A slice of bread. Oh, I could eat that all day long. Oh, so could I. So could I. Yeah, I, could, I like corned beef hash. We onions in as well. You've got to put raw onions in. But yeah, going back to uh, pie, bread and butter pie, your dad will know more about that because, like I say, I never had it. I didn't really like it. Well, maybe that's something we can have a chat with my dad about in the future. I'll have to convince him, work on him to see if he'll, if he'll get involved in one of these podcasts and we can, oh, we can have a chat about, you know, my dad's, my dad's culinary skills and cooking, cooking ideas. Now, you have introduced me to a lot of different foods. Likewise, I have introduced you to a lot of different foods as well. And a lot of those have come from watching things on TV and just, just ha you know, they are really good, you know, to watch because you do get some good ideas. Now, oh, you, yeah. at the minute, you, you don't like spices. You used to like spices, yeah, but at the minute, you know, you can't. So we've taken a lot of ideas from the cooking channel and you sit there and you think, oh, that looks good and I could, I could just eat that, but without the spices. What advice would you give to people who might start watching a cooking um, channel or cooking pro a program and they see something but they don't like it because it contains something like what advice would you give to them like is it easy enough just to remove an ingredient and maybe replace it with something you do like of course it is you can replace anything with anything um, but I'd suggest if you're going to do that sit down with a pad and a pen and make your own notes of what you want in that meal for you Definitely. you know you're not making it for anybody else you're making it for you so just have a pad and a, a pen to hand and you can do it yourself. Indeed. Take all the, the spicy stuff out. And it's, it might be a bit bland to some people, but some people aren't eating it, you are. Speaking just along the topic of food as well and, and you know, let's, let's bring the food topic to an end soon because I, I can see us both eyeing each other's arms up thinking <laughs> that's, that's, that's looking pretty good right now. Okay. If there is one food or one thing you could eat right now, what would it be and why? It would be, and this sounds really stupid, but it would be a meal that you cooked for me the other week um, with rice. Packet rice. Now, I've never had packet rice before, ever. Um, but I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, and I wanted more, but there were no more. 
Oh, was that the well, just just the, the really simple inner jar sweet and sour sauce? Yeah. Just with no meat or anything because no. you're not a massive fan of meat at the no. minute, are you either? So, no. yeah, that, that was something really simple. That was just yeah. literally a, a shop-bought jarred sweet and sour sauce, one threw in the pan, it had everything included, always some microwavable rice in a packet, two minutes in the microwave, a few minutes in the pan, and you had a meal. And you did, you actually... Oh, I, I enjoyed that so much. I could have gone back for seconds. Please, sir, can I have more? It was absolutely divine, and it was just something so simple. No no thought and no hard work had gone into it. You hadn't brought your fingers trying to mix anything. It was amazing. I loved it. But I've had quite a few meals like that, where they've looked nothing, and then when you've tasted it, you think, oh, my God, that is delicious. And it's come out of a packet or a tin. Yeah. They, they are really good, and I, I'm a massive fan. I think a lot of people might be put off the fact that they are having to cook. Now, possibly people don't realise that what they're cooking is all is already cooked. All mm-hmm. you're doing is you're just warm, you're warming, warming it through. That's all you're doing. So you're not yeah. you're not really cooking. You're, just, you, you're warming something through. And it is really, really, really simple. So I think that's just about enough for food because I'm getting absolutely ravenous right now speaking about food. So I'm going to move on and just go back a little bit to you are on the high risk list. Just what advice would you give to other people who are also in your position? What advice would you give to those people? What advice would I give? Well, before all this happened, um, I used to go out a lot. I used to like going into town, doing bits of shopping, just busying myself that way. But since this has happened and I can't go out, I'm having to learn new things. And the iPad has been an absolute godsend and I'd suggest to anybody, try and get into it, because if this idiot can do it, anybody <laughs> can do it. They really can. And you'll thoroughly enjoy your time. And you won't be bored. I've not been bored. I mean, I'm usually a person that after two hours in my home, I go stir-crazy, I want to go out. I haven't done that at all this time. I'm not bothered about going out. I've got other things to entertain my mind, and I'm really, really enjoying it. It is good. It really, it really does open up a whole new world to you. Just the things that, just watching old episodes, reruns of things. You've got thousands upon thousands of different things you can watch, and they are really, really good. Like you've recently got into Netflix. I did, yeah. Uh, I didn't even know what Netflix were. I thought it was a pair of net, net curtains. I had no idea what it were, but I got into that, and I can do that now quite easily. And I know where to go to find a programme I want to watch. And if I see it, I was thinking, I didn't see that. I'll find that on Netflix. And I do it that way. And it's been it's been really easy. I thought it'd be very difficult. I mean, I stopped using my me, me iPad because I thought, oh, it's too hard work, this. I don't know what I'm doing. But now I know what I'm doing. It's amazing. I love it. I love it. That's it, it's good. You you go to bed in the evening and you've got your iPad there, you, you watch things, you watch your catch-ups, you go on uh, you go on the Food Channel, you, you're currently watching a lot of things on there still as well. So there is lots available and they do pass a lot of time and they are really, really good. So, Mum, what are you currently watching on Netflix? Well, I've got it ready. It's called You. Uh, I don't know what it's about. I haven't started watching it yet. I don't know what it's about. But I'm going to start watching that. Well, as someone who's actually seen it, I think you're in for a bit of a treat. It's really, really good. And it will have you on the edge of your seat or your chair. And it will it will grip you. It will get you. You'll enjoy it. Really? Yes, really. I hope so. I like something that grips me. 
Well, watch this space. I'll let you know when I've watched it. Shall we do a podcast number two, like in a, in a few days after you've watched it, and you can you can tell us your thoughts on it. In a few days, yeah, when I've watched it, uh, I'll let you know how I've enjoyed it or whether I've not enjoyed it. Uh, so yeah, keep your eye on this space. So before we go, is there anything else you would like to add to my podcast today? No, I've just thoroughly enjoyed talking to you. I really have. And can I just say, I'm not. I don't mean to be standing on a. Yeah, I don't mean to be standing on a soapbox. But please, mummies and daddies, teach your children the basic skills of life to get them through their life as they get older. To cook, make a brew, boil an egg, make some beans on toast. You can even go around for a meal and have beans on toast with them. And they'll be very proud that they've cooked it for you. Beans on toast with a fried egg on top. Oh, can't beat it. Or scrambled egg with with a fried egg on top. That's greedy, but yeah, I'll go with that. In fact, I'll tell you what, it's approaching lunchtime. Shall I get in the kitchen? Ah, get in scullery and get some food cooking. And if you want to know what a scullery is, it's an old kitchen. <laughs> so, Mum, it's been wonderful talking to you and having a chat because we do, we, we, we sit for hours on end and we literally, we put the world to rise. And I wish that we could actually record one of the conversations we have. It's just, I think there would be quite a lot of expletives in there oh they certainly would my lovely they certainly would so we should maybe save save that for another day yes yes but thank you i've enjoyed speaking with you chris and hope to do it again soon lovely oh you will do indeed now just before we do go i'm going to uh, put it out there If, if anybody has anything that they would like to advise my mum to watch on Netflix or anything else, any any catch-up streaming surface. If there's anything that you think she would enjoy, do get in touch. Drop us a message, drop us a comment, and uh, I will pass on the message. Would you be up for watching a few things? And, and Oh, I would. Oh, I would. Yes, of course I would. Yeah, well, I'll do anything. And if it, it's got to keep me, though. It's got to grab me. If it doesn't grab me in the first few minutes, I get a little bit, a bit bored. Mm. So Chris has said this you you've got to keep watching it. You do. Because it do. is a bit I think what what you tend to do is you watch something and if it doesn't grab you in the first thirty seconds you get bored and you turn yeah, it off. So I, I think know, what you need to do is you need to just that. give it give it a couple of episodes just to kinda of get it get it there. Now I'm currently being attacked by my two dogs. They're like they're on my lap and they're bickering over something. I don't know what they're falling out over, but they're just having a play. They're just having it. a play. Right, well I'm gonna love you and leave you and uh get in the kitchen and do, do me a bit, get, get slaving behind a hot stove. Ah, you do that. Now, yeah, you know your place. You've been dragged up well. <laughs> <laughs> I have indeed, I have indeed. Well, Mum, thank you very much. Thanks again. And uh, I'll be back with you very soon with a nice hot plate of beans on toast with a fried egg and scrambled egg as well because you're a greedy bugger. I'm not a greedy bugger, I'm just hungry. <laughs> Can't help being hungry. You've got to eat. You do, you do. Right, <laughs> thanks again, Mum. You're welcome, son. Speak to you soon. I'll I'll speak to you in the next five seconds. <laughs> you will. <laughs> well, there we go. We heard it from Mother Bear herself. Just how easy it is to make some simple food. And can I just say, the beans on toast with fried egg and scrambled egg, it's the future. Who would have thought that two different forms of egg? Oh, it was so nice. So yeah, there you go. You've heard it from my mum herself and just you, how you don't have to be a wizard in the kitchen to make some simple scrap. You can just get it from a tin. You can get it from a packet. You can chuck it together. You can do whatever. And 
is edible and it's nice. One thing we actually missed out on that list, which is one of my simple favourites as well, is eggy bread. Everything seems to be bread and cheese and egg, but it's so simple. You can't go wrong with eggy bread. Give it a try. In fact, if you're stuck with some ideas and you want something simple, get on Google because you will be amazed at what you can find. And it's easy. And like I say, you don't have to be a wizard in the kitchen. You don't have to make things from scratch. There's nothing wrong with using it from a packet or from a jar or from a tin. Well, thanks again, Mum, for getting involved in that little podcast. It really was enjoyable. And I'm sure we will get together very soon and put the world to rights. And who knows, there might be a little recording of that. Watch this space. I'd like to hear from other people and other people's thoughts on simple foods. What do you make in the kitchen? What foods do you make that are simple and delicious and are family favourites? Get in touch. I'd love to hear from you. Right, well, that's about it from me for today. I will be back very soon with another podcast and another guest documenting and hearing from their side from within the lockdown. Again, I wish our Prime Minister Boris Johnson all the best of health and I'm sure he will make a full recovery because it is only precautions. He will be back in the driving seat guiding us through the best he can through this horrible and unneeded time. But one thing I will say is keep abiding by the rules. Keep sticking to what precautions are in place and what advice is in place because it is important and you might not think it but it really is not just for you but for everybody around you stay safe keep being careful but most importantly the most important one of all keep washing your hands 